A very warm welcome to the Soul Traders Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the business of private podiatry. Here is your host, Damien Murray. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Traders Podcast. I'm delighted that to have you here on episode two. I'm extremely humbled by all of you that downloaded and listened to episode one, and I want to extend my thanks to Tyson for christening the show. This episode, I'm meant to be talking about why podiatrists decide to own their own businesses, and I will, but it's 4.30 a.m., and I'm doom-scrolling on social media, and I just read a post that's just simply broken my heart. Let me just get it. It reads, I'm afraid to say that I can't currently take on any new patients there have never been enough podiatrists and probably never will be. I am turning down 20 plus new patients a week currently and I never have enough hours. I do apologize. Oh my God. Right. This message was posted on the patient's Facebook page and I apologize to the podiatrist who I've singled out. But your post encapsulates the biggest threat to our profession and that is where are all the podiatrists? And why is that? Look, I'm sure you have as well, but this week... I've reposted university sites that have clearing places in podiatry still available. You've got to ask yourself why it's not as if we're having an abundance of places anyway. And I know what you're thinking. It's the same old thing. We have an identity crisis. Powers of B don't promote the profession enough. And, you know, what 18-year-old wants to cut toenails? I've got to tell you, I'm getting bored of this rhetoric. I've been listening to this for over 20 years. And the fact is, look, there has never better, been a better time to be a podiatrist. Let's think about it. Look, the last decade, our access to education and treatment technologies, it parallels dentistry. Modern podiatry practices are so well equipped to diagnose and treat the spectrum of disorders from simple skin right through to complex foot and ankle complaints. And, you know, we're now working. It's great to see podiatrists and foot health practitioners working under one roof. And the patients are just getting the appropriate care for their skill sets. Gone are the long waiting lists, NHS waiting lists for simple surgery, ultrasound scanning, injections, because you know these services are now available at your local podiatry practice. You know for those who can afford it. But look, that's another podcast. But why is it that our profession, that is both professionally and financially rewarding, in a climate where there's more demand than supply in decline. Look, is it because 18-year-olds just don't want to cut toenails or is it really that 18-year-olds just don't understand what we're doing? Look, I think I think it's our job. We've got to connect with these uh, with these kids. So look, next year, I won't be reposting clearing places. I hope I don't have to. We'll be encouraging all the partners of the Foot Medic Group look, to connect with their local schools and colleges, you know, create job experience posts in their clinics, And look, if we all do that, then perhaps we won't have a recruitment crisis. Who knows? But it's worth a try. Right. Okay. I'll get off my soapbox. That was all a bit heavy for the start of episode two, but where were we? Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Why do podiatrists want to open their own businesses? Look, there's only one reason why anybody would want to open their own business. We all know that businesses can be challenging to run. And look, why do we want to put ourselves through that? And there's only one reason why we would open that can of worms. And, you know, that's the uh, pursuit of freedom, the freedom to be master of your own destiny. But for a lifetime, we've all had to put up with somebody telling us what to do from our parents and our teachers, lecturers and bosses, all trying to control what we do and how we do it. 
And now it's time that you want to make up your own choice. You want to choose how to work, where to work. You don't want somebody putting a ceiling on your salary. You want to get paid for what you're worth. You know, you want to make a name for yourself. And you want to show the world what a success you are. The fact of the matter is, unfortunately, that most of us in private practice aren't huge success. And maybe that's why we've got a recruitment crisis, maybe. But the fact of the matter is that unlike most businesses that you'll read about, podiatry practices rarely fail. They just fail to achieve their ultimate goal. The dream of personal and professional and financial freedom will soon fade when you realise that you're on a minimum wage and working 60 hours a week. And what's worse, you've now got a five-year lease. Sandra, your mum's mate on reception, so you can't quit even if you wanted to. And that's because you've fallen into the same trap that such a long line of private practitioners have gone before you. You've simply mistaken your ability as a good podiatrist for the ability of being a good podiatry proprietor. Now, many of you that are listening to that may be thinking that comment straight out of the E-Myth books paragraph. And let me find that paragraph from the e-book, E-Myth. Technicians make the fatal assumption that understanding the technical work of their business means they, they'll be able to successfully build a business that also does that technical work. And you're right, that's straight out of the e-myth, why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it, written by Michael Gerber. And look, it's one of the most relevant reads for any podiatrist or for health practitioner looking to start their own business. And if you've not read it, I put links to the book in the show notes. But look, to summarize what Michael is getting at is you've been trained to be a practitioner, not a business person. They are two different jobs. And who wants to have two jobs anyway, but certainly one that you're not very good at. And that's really why most private practices fail to achieve their goal. But look, it doesn't have to be this way. All right, let me get back on my soapbox again. Stop opening private practices when there's either A, a great practice in your area that's looking for staff and they're happy to train and pay you appropriately. And this is what Tyson was alluding to in episode one. Or B, find a practice in your area that you can buy out, learn from the existing owner, slowly make it your own, but get paid from day one from the patients who are already visiting that established clinic. Why do pods do this? Why do we open a new clinic down the road, have to start from scratch, build up a patient base, mark it like hell before we earn a crust? Whilst down the road, there's a practice owner who's looking to retire, has more patients than they know what to do with and ends up closing because nobody will pay their unrealistic valuation. This has to stop. Look, I alluded to dentistry earlier and I'm going to do it again. I'm also going to mention doctors, accountants and solicitors, just to name a few. Look, a few professions where the trend is for the practitioner to buy in and exit the same established business so that the business can evolve whilst keeping the same client base. Why are we not doing this in podiatry? I'm sure there are a few exceptions, but look, on the whole, we just don't do it. So in the next episode, I'm going to interview Stephen Vince. Stephen is a newly qualified podiatrist that began working in an established podiatry practice that Kieran and I bought just a year ago. In 10 months, Stephen has gone from employee to practice owner via our joint venture partnership and has nearly doubled his income in that time. You want to know how we did it, but more importantly, how you can do it too? Then please join me on the next episode and thank you for listening.
Hi, it's Damien here again. If I could just have one more minute of your time to let you know what's new in 2024. I'm excited to announce that the Foot Medic Group are expanding their partnership clinics throughout the UK and Ireland. If you are an established clinic, please keep your eye out for our partnership prospectus that will be landing on your doorstep over the next couple of months. If you're a startup or simply can't wait for the snail mail, head over to footmedicgroup.co.uk, click on partnerships and download our prospectus today. We are looking for people who are serious about starting, growing, managing or exiting their practices. If you are, then don't miss this opportunity as we can only work with one practice in your area. And if you're wondering what all this costs, I can tell you that last year, all Footmedic partners grew by an average of £31,243, with our fees starting at 297 per month. Our partners achieved a 777% return on their investment. The Footmedic Group is a win-win partnership, and that's why it works. Thank you for listening.